Welcome to another seven minutes with Matt. I am your host, Matt Rogers. As always, thank you so much for spending the next seven minutes of your life with me. I want to talk about the three voices that we all hear in our heads. None of us are immune to these three voices. It's not four. It's not less. It doesn't matter whether you are a Muslim, a Buddhist, a Catholic, an atheist, an agnostic, a born-again-on-fire Christian. It don't matter who you are. All of us hear the same three voices in our heads. But we all listen to different voices. And we've all listened to all three voices at some point in our life. The first voice that we hear in our head is obviously the enemy. There's an enemy that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. There's an adversary. Some people call him the devil. Some would call him Lucifer. Some people call him the enemy. That voice is always, always, always speaking lies. And it is always pointing you backwards or pulling you down. It's always speaking to where you were. If you are, let's just make this very, very simple. If you're in a season in your life where you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to get healthier, that voice of the enemy will always remind you, yeah, but you like this type of food too much. Yeah, you're never really gonna lose the weight because of your health problem. Oh, well, your heart can't handle it because you know when you start to work out, your heart speeds up and, and it, 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 it brings you anxiety, it brings you fear. Just hearing me say those things, even if you don't have that problem, you're kinda like, ugh, I don't like that. Like, it, it doesn't feel right. That's the voice of the enemy. It's always pulling you backwards and always pulling you down. It's always telling you what you can't do or reminding you where you screwed up. All of us have heard it and many of us have listened to it. And I'm telling you right now, it's the enemy, it's the devil, it's toxic. Don't listen to that voice. The second voice is our voice our personality. If we're insecure, we're the ones that look ourselves. If you're a lady and you look at yourself in the mirror, you're like, oh God, I look fat in this dress. Oh, I used to be able to wear this dress, but it doesn't look good on me anymore. I hate my hair. Oh my gosh, my legs. I hate my kneecaps. I mean, I've heard some people just say, I'm ugly because I hate my eyebrows. Like it's the insecurity inside of you telling you um, all the things that you're just not comfortable with. Or the flip side of that, which I have a lot of people that I know that are like this, are the extremely arrogant people or the narcissistic people that puff themselves up. It's like, man, I'm the best. I'm the goat. They look back on their lives and their accomplishments and they've been successful or they've had success and they attribute everything to themselves, their mind, their mindset, the way they think. And you know, and I know mindset is very important. But when you are constantly attributing your success to yourself, then you become your own God, if you will, or you become prideful or arrogant because you think that now just because, uh, you know, you're here or, um, you know, the way that your life is going, it's all because of you, what you did. You give no credit to other people. You give no credit to the help that you received from people. And you definitely don't give any credit to a supernatural God. It's all you. You've always been successful. This is just the way my life is. And it's very prideful and arrogant. The problem with that is sooner or later, you are going to deteriorate mentally. You're going to deteriorate physically. We're all growing. We're all aging. 
And at some point, we can no longer help ourselves. There can be a point where you can really just cling on to yourself and you can have wins and you can have success and you can feel little victories, but ultimately it will not be sustainable. It will not be attainable and it definitely won't be attractive to other people. You'll be kind of like the person that uh, the room gets brighter when you walk out. And um, I know a lot of people like that too, but that's the second voice you hear is your own voice and either speaks to your insecurity or if you're a confident person, it could speak to your pridefulness. And the third voice, and y'all know where I'm going with this, so the first voice was the enemy, the second voice is our own voice, our own personality, our own um, you know, mindset, if you will. And the third voice is the voice of God. God speaks to everybody, believers, non-believers, any religious sect down the line or, you know, people that just uh, flat out think uh, Jesus Christ and the Easter Bunny and God and Santa Claus are all the same thing. That doesn't stop God from still speaking to people. And he's constantly calling people out of where they are into where they can be. That's what his voice does. His voice is always speaking to your potential, your future, bigger than you see yourself. I think of the woman who had the issue of blood and everyone called her the woman with the issue of blood. But after she encountered Jesus, if you read that story, I believe it's in Mark and Luke, the woman with the issue of blood that was bleeding for 12 years. After she touched Jesus, Jesus' voice looked at her and he called her daughter. Everybody else called her the unclean woman, the dirty woman, the woman with the issue of blood. Jesus touched her, looked at her, and he called her daughter. Everybody called uh, Simon, Peter the apostle, his name was Simon. Simon means wayward one, unsteady in all of his ways, goes back and forth, double-minded. Peter, I'm sorry, Jesus looked at him and called him Peter. He said, no, you're a rock, and on you, I'm gonna build my ecclesia, my church. So it's funny how even Peter's parents called him Simon. Ah, he's wayward, he's back and forth, but when Jesus spoke, when God speaks, he said, no, Everybody else calls you here and there, to and fro, double-minded. I'm calling you the rock, bro, which is awesome because Jesus even called him that before he denied him. Is that true, Eli? Is that true? He called him the rock before Peter denied him. Powerful. Jesus knew Peter was still gonna deny him. Jesus knew Peter was still gonna screw up, and he still called him the rock. God knows everything you're going to do, good decisions and bad. He doesn't control your decisions. You're not a robot. Even though he knows what you're going to do, he's not controlling what you're going to do because you're created in his image. You have free will, but he knows the mistakes you're going to make and he still calls you bigger than your mistakes. He still calls you bigger than your past. You are never what you feel. You're always what you decide through Christ. It's cool, man. Like, he goes to Lazarus. Everyone calls Lazarus dead. Jesus calls him alive. You know, if you look through the Old Testament, Moses had a speech impediment, couldn't talk to anyone. He goes, no, you're a leader. I'm gonna use you to deliver millions of Jews. Gideon, I'm the least, I'm the weakest. No, you're a mighty warrior. David, his dad didn't even consider him. He brought on all of his other brothers to be anointed king and God's like, no, I want that guy. He looks at your heart. And that's so encouraging to know that God is always speaking to more than you are. Don't let a doctor tell you you're sick when Jesus tells you you're healed. 
Don't let a teacher tell you you're stupid when God says that you're smart. Don't let anybody call you fat when God has called you healthy, skinny. Go after God's voice. There's three voices. There's the enemies, there's your voice, and there's God's voice. And I highly encourage you to tap into the voice of God because you'll never live the same and your life will never be the same again. I hope this encouraged you. Thank you for listening to another 7 Minutes with Matt.